everyone. Welcome back to the Jamming with Jenna podcast. This is the third episode and today I just want to talk about the rest of syllabus week and later on the episode my boyfriend Jake will be on and we will be talking about long distance relationship, a college relationship, and ways to keep a relationship going. All right, so without further ado, let's talk about syllabus week. Okay, well, the easiest week in a semester has come and went, and that's syllabus week. So this week, all my professors decided not to post anything about the class until basically the day before or the day of, meaning up to two hours before the class started. And me, I like to know what's going to happen. I, I want to know what things I need for the class. I like to put it in my planner. So I hate when professors post late. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I hate it. Um, so what I started to do this week was to make a to-do list in my planner of things I had to do this week. And I just love to cross off things when I do them because it just makes me feel so accomplished. And that's something you can do too. So you can make a list of something you need to get done. And when you cross it off, like it's lifts things off your shoulders. You feel so good. So I like to do a little each day and then leave the nights to relax. So I like to start right after my school or when I'm done with class or when I get up and do homework right away before I get to the point where it's nighttime and I just want to relax. And I try to cross off one thing or two things depending on how long my list is. So this week I had a few things on my list, um, a worksheet which took me five hours to do, but it's fine. And then other little reading assignments. So I'll do two, one or two a day, and then I'll get to the weekend and I'll just feel like I can relax and enjoy the weekend without thinking about, oh, I have to do this assignment. I have to do that. So, so far, syllabus week was good. Well, it's at the end now, but it was good. And next week, Um, will be another easy week and then it'll start picking up again. But um, yeah, so that's just a little tip about putting things into a planner, making a list. It's so nice to cross things off your list and it just makes you feel good. So without further ado, my boyfriend Jake will be on and we will be talking about our relationship and how to make long distance work and a college relationship work. I hope you stay with the episode and listen. Bye. Hi, Jake. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about time for ourselves or and keeping time for ourselves in the relationship, long-distance advice, trips we do, Things we did during quarantine because we weren't together, obviously. And other things. So, do you want to start out with explaining to them how we met and how we started dating? Sure. So, first of all, I want to say it's an honor to be a part of this second podcast. Thanks. So, we started dating um, when when I had a flag football game. And so it was our first flag football game. 
And one of my friends that Jenna knew asked me to go to On the Border with him. So I took him up on the offer and I met you at On the Border. Yeah, and when I remember from that night when I met Jake, he came up to me like no other college boy and he shook my hand he was like nice to meet you and I was like who shakes people's hands nowadays yeah I shook her hand and uh instantly regretted it (laughs) and he looked he looked like a frat boy and you know frat boys are a little into partying so then when I when I actually started to know Jake it was the complete opposite so yeah so that's how we met And then that whole night, we danced the night away at this dive bar, like, a closet. And we talked about baseball the whole night, which is what we have in common, too. So So when did we start dating? We started dating October 28th. (laughs) Yeah, about two and a half years ago. And we went to Washington, D.C. We... Uh, I took you there, and then we went to the Lincoln Memorial, sat on the steps. Sat on the steps at the Lincoln Memorial, and I was like, we were talking about, like, dating type things, and Jake thought that we were dating already, and, but technically, he didn't really ask me, you know, how people ask you to be their girlfriend or ask to go out or whatever, but he never did that. He just assumed so on the Lincoln Memorial steps, we clarified that, I guess. Well, let's get the elephant out of the room, too. I mean, <laughs> in today's age, people are ridiculous. Like, if you're talking to somebody for a month, come on. True. True. And yeah, we were more serious. Yeah, we were talking to each other for about a month. So it was basically dating, but I don't even know what people call it nowadays. If you have a thing with someone, but we're dating <laughs> for two and a half years now. Okay, so obviously we started dating my sophomore year of college and technically Jake's junior year of college. So we had to get through studying and everything while being in a committed relationship and always wanting to spend time together and always wanting to talk to each other. So how did we get through it by getting good grades? Jake was on the dean list every semester and I wasn't so far from the dean list, but I wasn't on it. (laughs) But yeah, so Jake, how did you do with school and like saving time for a relationship? Hmm. So I think it was pretty easy, right? Because we both had a similar work ethic. So we understood that prioritizing academics was, was definitely you know, the best thing. Yeah, it wasn't so hard for us because we always knew that school came first and we both enjoy getting good grades as anyone would like to get good grades. So it was kind of easy, but it was hard. We realized that we couldn't go to the library and sit next to each other because it was just so distracting. Yeah, we couldn't get anything done with that. We couldn't get anything done. We had to like go on separate fo- floors of the whole library just to get something done. <laughs> I think uh, the biggest thing was was making time during the uh, in some part of the day, whether it be lunch, 
um, or between classes or at night. Yeah. And I would come over and sleep. But I think that's when you have to determine the balancing, the balancing act. Yeah. So when I would get out of my class, Jake would be getting out of his. So we would have lunch together or we would go for a walk to the Starbucks right right around campus or Duncan when there was a break in our schedule or before my class when I left the library I would wait outside to just say hi after Jake was done with class or things like that throughout the day yeah I mean I think that's pretty spot on yeah and then throughout the semester we would look at our syllabuses to see when we had a weekend that we didn't have to study so much and we would plan things ahead of time or spontaneous like one of my favorite times was when I spent like a week studying for an orgo exam and I got out of my orgo exam at six o'clock and an MLV game was starting at seven and right after I got out I got ready we got an uber and we got to the stadium bought tickets at the stadium and hung out and stayed for the game that was like that was the it fastest was, I've ever seen you get ready for something. I know. It was the fastest I've ever gotten ready. I was so over that test. It was so, it was like a weight lifted off of my shoulders and to be able to enjoy the game after the test, like all my studying was done. It was so nice. I think, I think probably the biggest thing um, in terms of trying to do things and, and balance school and activities or whatever the case may be is to really plan ahead and write down everything that's due everything that any responsibilities you have and then try to work around that yeah exactly and then if we had a weekend where we both didn't have any anything to do we planned trips to virginia or dc um there was this one trip we went to see the um, cherry blossoms in dc and we almost missed the bus. Yeah. <laughs> we were stuck in traffic, that and the bad. bus was pulling out of the station. And... and then she didn't talk to me for the entire bus ride. <laughs> yeah. So I almost blew it. But still, you just have to make time for one of the one another. And honestly, it's it's really easy. For us, at least. If you both like each other enough, it's easy. Yeah. But then sure. you have to have time for yourself, too. So, of course, with having a relationship and college, you can't forget about who you are, too. So, saving time for yourself is also important. So, Jake, what are some things that you do by yourself that help you? So, I would say there's probably three big things that that consume my day in terms of things for myself. So, the first one is definitely fitness. I've been involved in that about 10 years now. Um, I actually brought up going to the gym with him and he was like, gym time is Jake time. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I won't go to the gym. Yeah. So for me, you know, even if it's an hour, taking an hour out of your day, uh, it can be extremely beneficial for multiple reasons, but I think it also kind of takes your mind off things, allows you to recuperate. Get Um, the stress out. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's especially needed in college when you have a hefty workload. And then second thing I would say is music. So I play 
couple instruments, but mostly guitars, easy to bring to school. So, you know, I would always try to save some time during the day, play the guitar a little bit, learn new songs, just freelance with it. And then the third thing I would say is sports. So I'm a huge baseball fan. Kind of so tall. am I. So am I. Kind of tell by this uh, this podcast I used to play a little. Um, and I'm really interested in MLB sports, so I follow that heavily. And whether it's fantasy sports. And a little gambling in there. <laughs> and a little sports gambling. Yeah, a little bit of that, too. And uh, fantasy sports are big, so, uh, you know, I love preparing. Even three months ahead. Kind <laughs> yeah. of a uh, nut with that, but. Yeah. What I do is I always spend time... Um, with friends, even if it's just going out to eat with them, or I'll go for walks. I like I love going for walks. And then during the sem- the semester when we were together, I would go for walks to the Starbucks right on campus and just sit down if it was nice outside and enjoy the fresh air. So that's what I like to do, just to like keep yourself happy too, and then be better, be your better self for the other person. Yeah, I mean I think striving personally is huge and and finding a hobby or a goal something of something of significance to you i think it's just really important because it provides you like a sense of uh, fulfillment yeah yeah and so for the new year jake and i both have goals so we actually did this use the notes app and we're sharing um the notes and we each put our goals in the app and keeping each other accountable for our goals but like making sure we push each other to like fulfill them which is nice too because we're doing something for us while helping the other person too so yeah okay so jake and i are from two different states And we live about two and a half hours from each other. So when we're not on campus, and Jake graduated last year, so this semester or this whole year, I've been at school by myself. But we have to do a lot of long distance. Not a lot, but a decent amount. We try to see each other every month or every few weeks if we can. And throughout the times that we're not together, long distance can be definitely hard for people but honestly Jake and I I don't think it's been so I don't think it's been hard at all no I don't it's not been difficult for me in any stretch yeah it's been it's been honestly easy some people have difficulty with long distance because trust issues or whatever their relationship is but honestly I trust Jake so much and honestly that's like the biggest thing yeah no no doubt I think for a long distance relationship to work, you need to you need to have trust. I mean, no matter what. So, if that's lacking, it, it's definitely tough. But you'll know if if you can do it. If you never feel any form of, I don't know, anxiety with the relationship or anything like yeah. that. And you know, I think that's where we kind of are right now. Yeah, I think it's honestly so easy. Some people are. Like, oh my gosh, I can never do it. And then I never thought I could do it either. But two and a half years later, we're still yeah, we're basically still doing, doing it. Doing so. it. You know, I think that you also have to really like the other person. How can you go texting forever and it gets boring? Like, we FaceTime and we text. But I wouldn't say we talk to each other all day. We also keep ourselves, like, 
that that I would say that's probably yeah, that's definitely accurate. The the one thing I think people have problems with in long distance is because they become so consumed. It's like you're in a relationship with your phone. Yeah. And I think it also you should emphasize that people really need to like focus on themselves yeah. too during that because you're making by you focusing on yourself and trying to improve yourself in this in this sense it's kind of improving the relationship you're being a better person for the other yeah partner, and like so. feeling like you don't have to text the person all day is honestly better too because you know like they're doing something for themselves and you could be doing something for yourselves too like don't worry about them we facetime throughout the day and text but you know jake goes to the gym and i do my thing too um but yeah, so during quarantine, we weren't together, obviously. And one thing that we did during quarantine, which I loved, was weekly, like, dinner nights. So Jake would make his dinner at his house, and I would make I would make mine or get it to go. And I would set up a table in my room, prop, like, the FaceTime, my phone or my laptop open to FaceTime, and we would dress up. So, like, during quarantine, people had nowhere to go, didn't have a reason to get dressed up. But we dressed up and we just sat down and FaceTimed each other while eating dinner. So it was like a date night, but it was so cute. I loved that. It was like taking an hour and a half out of our day to get dressed up and and get excited for, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think also, and you have to take the situation for what it's worth in the current pandemic and everything. But, you know, a lot of people at that time didn't really have much hope. And, uh, you know, we're lacking a lot of social interaction and and stuff that we're, that we're used to in everyday life. So it was definitely, uh, definitely great to, you know, I guess dress up and, yeah. and stuff. But well, you don't know. You don't really like to dress up. It, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's how we do long distance. And if you want any other tips, um, I don't know, you could look it up. And, of course, a big part of a relationship are memories. So some of my favorite memories of Jake and, our, Jake and I's relationship so far. So we went on a cruise. It was probably the last cruise ever before COVID. Yeah, we lucked out. Otherwise, we, we would have been sitting in the Atlantic Ocean for uh, a month. Yeah, I highly recommend going on a trip with your significant other if you can. We did a few weekend trips to DC to Virginia um I would go to his place and we would make it like a trip go to Philly mm-hmm. things like that but also like we went on a 12-day cruise so which was a little bit longer but in January it was off peak season so it was a little bit cheaper and we went to four places St. Lucia St. Kitts San Juan and St. Martin and it was so it was so much fun and it was honestly like i would highly recommend going on a trip with your significant other because it's only you two in a dip, if a, in a place that you're not familiar with you only have each other and you're each other's friends you don't have anyone else to talk to so if you could really handle the person you could really know if you could handle the yeah. person on a trip <laughs> yeah on a on a boat in the middle of the ocean on a boat in the middle of the ocean <laughs> 
so when we went on our cruise, it was so much fun. We we went on the, I forget the cr- cruise ship's name, but it was Royal Caribbean. Um, Anthem of the Seas. Anthem of the Seas. Yeah. Yep. And we had date nights every night. We went, we saw shows. We hung out by the pool. It was just so much fun. But then even our weekend trips, Virginia, we walked around. We went to a farmer's market. It doesn't have to be expensive. Airbnbs are not expensive at all. But it's so nice to just get away from the normal routine or a normal area that you're familiar with mm-hmm. and just go somewhere else with the with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It was so nice. Yeah. No, and I think that was like some of the best memories we've made for sure. You know, going, even if it was something like D.C., you know, enjoying the nice weather, catching Walking a game. Around. We both love to walk. So yeah. Jake and I could just walk forever. <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely uh, even, you know, going to Fells Point. Mm-hmm. Fells Point. And that was during in Baltimore. the pandemic. Yeah, a day trip. Even a day trip. It doesn't have to be you go sleep somewhere, but somewhere close, but maybe like an hour or so away could even be a trip. Somewhere different. Yeah. It just makes it fun. It makes it exciting and you look forward to something still, you know? Yeah. What else was your were good memories? Hmm. I Putting really, you on the spot. I know. <laughs> um I really enjoyed when you came over and swam in the pool. Oh yeah. Yo pool. So and I don't have one here, so and then I mixed you a nice little cocktail. And, and I sat on a float yeah. and hung out. See, yeah, that was At like... At 9.30 in the morning, too, remember? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I am 21, for your discretion. Um, no, yeah, those, those were definitely fun times. Uh, yeah, I even liked going into Philly to this yeah. place called Tequila's. Oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. it was so that good. Was and then great. there was a time where we went to a baseball game in Philly... And we took the train back, and, and we, we got, got lost. We got off at the wrong stop, and we were met by, like, a Psychos. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was a disaster. Some tears it were was, shed. It was hysterical. Looking back on it now, it's hysterical, and obviously it was a funny memory, but, like, I was crying. I was just scared. We were in the middle of Philadelphia, 12.30 at night, 1 o'clock at night, because we took the wrong stop. Yeah. But anyway, so those are just some memories that we have. We love going to new places. We love even going out to dinner, something that just us two can do. Uh, and this podcast has been fun. Yeah. No, it's been it's been an honor, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I've never been on a podcast, and I'm, you know, really grateful for it. And uh, I may do my own podcast. Oh, no, you will. I gave you an idea now. Yeah. Well, look out for Jake's MLB podcast, of course. Yes, that's true. Unreal information coming at you. (laughs) Unreal. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Jamming with Jenna podcast, and I will see you next time. Bye.